Welcome to another inspiring message recorded at Rivers Church. Well, my uh, mother and father-in-law live in New Zealand. Beautiful, uh, beautiful country. And New Zealand, you can pretty much build houses in a matter of three weeks. In fact, when, uh, when my wife, then girlfriend, went on holiday to her family, I surprised her by going over there and proposing to her. And uh, I remember driving down one of their streets, and when I'd arrived, there was a house being built. And by the time I'd left, the house was completely built, and that was two and a half weeks later. The reason they can build so quickly is largely because they build out of wood. And so they can pretty much get things done quite quickly. In South Africa, we don't build with wood, even though it's cheaper and quicker. Amongst a whole bunch, bunch of reasons, one of the biggest reasons is that little pesky bug that is called a termite. Termites destroy and eat inside wood. So you see a structure on the outside that, that looks so great from afar, not knowing that inside there are termites, these tiny little creatures, and before long you see this whole thing collapsing down. I've come to discover in life that it's often not the big things that cause our lives to collapse. It's the tiny little termites that we don't deal with that are eating away at our hearts, in our marriages, in our finances, church environments, careers, friendships, our health. It's the little termites that we don't deal with that on the outside it looks like everything's going well, but on the inside they are chewing away at our lives, and if we're not careful it ends up causing a great collapse. Can I say this today? In your marriage, it's often the little things that can cause the biggest problems. In our finances, it's the little things that can cause us the biggest problems. With friendships, wherever we're at in life, little things cause big problems. And I want to ask you this evening, what termites are there in your life that you are allowing to eat away that before long is going to cause your life to collapse? We need to learn to deal with the little things in our lives. You know, in the book of Joshua, we read the story of uh, the Israelites. Joshua and the Israelites are in the promised land. God says to the Israelites, take over Jericho. We all pretty much know that story. March around seven times, take over Jericho. But God says this, there is one clause. Do not take a thing for yourself. Destroy everything and the other stuff bring to my temple in honor of me. Nothing goes to you. Cool, we're good with that, God. They destroy Jericho. Now next is the city of Ai. God says to the Israelites, I've promised you victory in Ai. So Joshua and the Israelites, proudly, they got God on their side. If God, can be for, if God is for them, who can be against them? God has promised us victory. They march into Ai, and before long, they've turned around with their tails between the legs, running out, and they have lost. And Joshua on the ground before God, why? You promised us victory. How can you let this happen? And I love God's response because sometimes God is compassionate and sometimes God basically says, get over it. These are one of those times God is saying, get over it. In Joshua 7, he says this, stop lying there on the ground. You can imagine Joshua's like, you need to love me at this time, God. Hug me, telling me it's going to be okay. Now stop lying on the ground. Get up. I said everything in Jericho belonged to me and had to be destroyed. But the Israelites have kept some things for themselves. They stole from me and hid what they took. 
Then they lied about it, and what they stole was supposed to be destroyed, and now Israel itself must be destroyed. That is a hectic response. I cannot help you anymore. Until, until, until you do exactly what I have said. That's why Israel turns and runs from its enemies instead of standing up to them. And now Joshua is pretty much on a manhunt, trying to find out who's done this, what has gone on, who stole when they shouldn't have done so. And they find a man called Achan, stands before Achan and he addresses him. And Achan responds, it's true, Achan answered, I sinned, I disobeyed the Lord God of Israel. While we were in Jericho, I saw a beautiful Babylonian robe, 200 pieces of silver and a gold bar that weighed the same as 50 pieces of gold. I wanted them for myself, so I took them. I dug a hole under my tent and I hid the silver, the gold, and the robe. And then Joshua looked at Achan with a face palm. Achan, you have caused us great trouble. Achan, this tiny little thing, Achan, it was just in the grand scheme of Jericho, it was a little robe, a little bit of gold, a little bit of silver. I mean, surely you can look past that, God. It's so small. Yet that tiny act of disobedience cost a great victory for the entire nation of Israel. May I ask this today? Is there possibly a battle that you're losing in life? The big battle that God's saying, you want the big victory? Take care of the little termites. What are you doing with the robe, the gold, and the silver? Because when we don't take care of the termites, we can cost ourselves a great victory in our lives. The title of the message very simply this evening is Dealing with the Small Things That Can Cost You the Big Things. Dealing with the small things that can cost you the big things. Big things are an accumulation of small things. We want to live a big life? Take care of the small termites. You want to know the power of small things? Lie awake on a hot summer's night. And tell me small things don't cause problems in life. My wife has this actual supernatural ability to attract every mosquito in surrounding neighborhoods. I, I, I'm weird in the sense that I just, I never get bitten, ever. I never get bitten by a mosquito. But instead my wife, who in the middle of summer can layer up with hoodies and long trousers and everything, and somehow that will figure out a way to find some piece of skin and take her out. A little mosquito. But wow, what incredible annoyance, irritation, and pain it can cause. Many of you will know that you said a small joke to someone. I, I meant that as a joke, man. Get over it. Yet it actually caused great confidence damage for that person. That person has grown up feeling insecure. Maybe out of anger, we just said something that seemed so small, but yet it lodged in a person's heart and it caused great damage. What about sports? It's the smallest margin that can cause a great victory. Liverpool fans last season. It's the smallest. What about many years ago, Manchester City and Manchester United? Man City, on the 93rd minute, in the final game of the season, scored a goal that the whole season was defined by, and they won the Premier League. One goal in extra time of the final game. It's the little things in life that can cause great victories or great defeats. What about when you have a muscle spasm? 
It's often not the biggest. You're not doing like something crazy or trying to break dance or something. It's often like you're walking and you go, what, what, what was that? Next minute you're at the chiropractor, physio, and the massaging, and you're just like walking around. You're like, I just, I remember in high school, and Pastor Nick will know all about this. I remember in high school, I was brushing my teeth and I pulled a muscle in my back. I'm like, and I had to walk around with my hand like this for the whole day at school because I couldn't put it down. I was just brushing my teeth. It's the smallest things. Don't overlook the small things in your marriage. Oh, you know, it's, it's just a it's small thing. It's, it's silly. You know what? The small things accumulated can cause great problems. May I encourage you, don't overlook the small things in your budget. I'm surprised at how many people just don't have a budget. We need to make sure that we take care of the small things. Oh, you know, it's, it's, just, uh, it's just that KFC. It's just McDonald's. It's only 50 bucks or 70 And then I get Uber Eats and I pay a little bit. And it's only a little bit. And then you accumulate over 12 months. And I'm not knocking any of those. But if you're in a debt problem and you start looking at the little things, you're saying, hang on, I just spent 7,000 rand this year on KFC. If I took that money and I put it in my debt and now I'd be in a different, it's the little things. But we, you know what we're all waiting for? We're waiting for the big breakthrough. Man, that day when I win the lottery. Finally. It's never going to happen. You know, every once in a while, I open my F&B app and I just, I just buy a ticket. I'm just like, well, maybe, maybe one day I'll just wake up in the morning and I'll see that, oh, 50 grand has been deposited in your account. That's amazing. Because we, we want the, just maybe, never, 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 never has happened. But if we take care of the little things, listen, if, you, if you're in debt today, I don't know how you got there, I'm not, I'm not condemning you, but could it be that if you just take care of the little things, a year from now, you'll be looking back and go, wow. I'm, I'm almost debt-free, and I'm on my way to buying my own house. I'm on my way when we take care, but we don't value the little things in our lives. It's the little sin that it's just, a, come on, just a white lie. It's just that no one really sees. It's not hurting anyone, but actually, it's the little thing that can cause a great collapse. Maybe God is speaking to you today about something little in your life that you're not holding valuable, that God's saying, take care of that little termite, and God will cause you a great victory in your life. Achan's small sin cost a great victory for the nation of Israel. Until it was dealt with, they could never get that victory. So truth in your notes this evening. Victory lies in how I deal with the small things in my life. Can I say this today? 99% of us will find victory in 2020, not from a massive breakthrough, but from the little things that we deal with from the day we walk out of church today. We start going, you know what? I'm going to start telling her in my marriage that I love her, that I appreciate him, that I look up to that person, that I do. As we start doing the little things, suddenly we're sitting back next year and we're going, wow. And then everyone else in the public eye goes, wow, you're so lucky how you got that breakthrough. Now, I didn't get a breakthrough. I disciplined myself every day and the little details and the little decisions. I, I took care of those termites. I never let them eat. I made sure that I looked after that. And the victory you see is an accumulation of the little things that I took care of every single day. If you want to look like a men's health cover model, I, we all wish that we could just drink a pill and you watch it just fall off your body. We all wish that. But how many of you know it's going to take the little gym session, it's that, that little exercise, it's that little squat, and you think, oh, this is not doing anything, I'm never going to look like them, but little by little, as Pastor Andre would say, little by little. It's the small things that we need to take care of. In Song of Songs, I love what it says here, catch for us the foxes, the little foxes, 
that ruin the vineyards are vineyards that are in bloom. Our vineyards that are in bloom. See, the blessing of God can often be taken away from us when we let those little foxes just run through our vineyards. Let those little foxes, it's just a little fox. Look at my blessing. Look at my, especially when we're in a good place. My marriage is so good. Church is so good. My finances are so good. It's just a little fox. The little fox gathers all its friends and eventually the vineyard is destroyed. We need to make sure that we make sure that those foxes are out of the vineyard. I read this interesting story, and many of you might know about it, that in September 1999, the Mars Climate Orbiter, which had been traveling from Earth to Mars for the last 10 months, was completely destroyed. It burnt up and it broke into pieces. This uh, Mars Climate Orbiter cost 125 million US dollars to build. So call it 1.7 odd, 1.6 billion rand to build this thing. 336 kilograms. And uh, it was launched on December the 11th, 1998, and the goal was for it to study the atmosphere of Mars, the surface of Mars, and to bring back, bring back things that they could test and see, hey, can we have life on here one day? You know, all of that sort of stuff. Anyway, it crashed and it burned completely into, into pieces, and it came down to something very, very small, the conversion of the metric system. You see, JBL, which is Jet Propulsion Laboratory, they use the metric system of millimeters, meters, and kilograms. However, the company that created the Mars Orbiter used inches, feet, and pounds. And JBL failed to convert it into the right metric system, and because of that, everything in the orbiter was off. And what should have been a day of celebration when it was meant to land became a $125 million problem. It was just a little metric system conversion that caused a 10-month project to completely be destroyed. It's just the little things in life that can cause the biggest damage if we don't take care of those termites. I love what uh, Eric Thomas says. He says, greatness is a lot of small things done well. We all want to live a great life. Well, let's do the small things well. So let's look at a couple of points this evening to encourage us. You doing okay? Number one, don't neglect the small things for they become the big things. Don't neglect the small things for they become the big things. Like I said earlier, we don't value small things so we don't take care of small things and therefore small things become big things. Just as much as good small decisions become big successes, so too terrible small decisions, terrible small disciplines, and terrible small details can end up being great catastrophes in our lives. Many of you would have been to the ocean before. We lived in uh, Durban for a couple of years, and uh, I probably frequented the ocean about twice in the entire time I was there. But nonetheless, as you can see by my red arm, I'm not an ocean guy. So anyway, we would go there, but the times that I would go there get into the water, and as I'd wade in the water, you'd see a wave starting. And in your mind, you think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride that wave. You, go, you just like kind of float over it. I thought, oh, I could do that. And on occasion, you'd see this thing starting to build up. And before you know it, you're trying to get out of the water because you're realizing this thing is going to get bigger and bigger. And then you're trying to flap out of the water and get out of there because this wave has become so big and it comes crashing down. Then you're under the water and you're trying to block your nose and you're inhaling water. You see, from far, it looked small. But give small things time, they gain momentum. And they either will lift you or they'll come crashing down on you. 
I wonder what termites are in your life that from afar you go, it's not going to do anything. It's just a little ripple. It's just a tiny little, but give it time. Let it continue, and it is going to build momentum, and eventually we go, how did you let this happen, God? And God says, no, 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 no. You saw this from afar, but you didn't deal with it from afar. And when you don't deal with it from afar, it becomes a wave, and it ends up crashing on our lives. Some of you know this story. In uh, 2010, I was involved in a car accident, and our, our, our car rolled and such when we come back from Margate. But anyway, we, would, uh, we were crawling out of the car, and uh, you know when you, when you have an accident, often your, your shoes go flying off in a car accident. And so my shoes had gone flying off, and uh, I came out pretty much unscathed. But over the next couple of weeks and months, I started to feel like in my foot, I was like, feels a bit uncomfortable. And then I looked, and then I saw, oh, a little piece of glass had got into my foot. But enough layers of skin had grown over it, so it's fine. So I left it. But before long, now this glass had me doing this. Now it was so sore. I was leaning on walls. I'm like, wow, this is, this is so sore. And I had to go to a doctor, and he had to eventually cut open my foot to get the little piece of glass out. What little piece of glass have you stuck in your marriage, stuck in your finances, stuck in your heart, resentment, unforgiveness, anger. It's just a little piece of glass and it niggles, but you're just letting it go. But before long, it's going to cause a great pain in your life. Allow the great physician to take that glass out of your life so that you can heal and God can take you to a new place in life. Number two this evening, God blesses your obedience in the small things. God blesses your obedience in the small things. I think often as Christians, we, as people naturally though, we like to make big statements. And as Christians, we want to make a big statement to get God's attention. Did you see that, God? I really love you. Did you see that, God? When actually God pays attention to the little things. Think about this for a moment. If amongst a nation of a million people, a city called Jericho, hundreds of thousands of people, wealth, gold, houses, clothes, robes, amongst all of that, if God stopped to notice a man who took a robe, some gold and silver, enough that he could hide it under his tent in a nation, don't you think God pays attention to your little act of obedience? Don't you think when you gave today and you thought, well, this is not going to do much, this is, this is small stomach, don't you think God looked and said, no, 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 well done, good and faithful servant. I'm going to honor you for what you see as a small act of obedience, but in my eyes is big. If you're a volunteer today, I want to encourage you. If you're in kid zone where no one maybe sees you or you're on the camera and you're in the back there, you're behind the scenes and you maybe think, well, does anyone notice? God notices you. And God is looking at you and saying, well done, good and faithful servant. I see what you're doing and I'm going to honor and I'm going to reward you and I'm going to give you a great victory in the battle you face. It's the little things that God notices. So what little acts of obedience do we need to make sure that we're taken care of? Behind the scenes when no one's watching, God notices. And God will elevate us. When we're faithful in private, God will elevate us in public. And we need to make sure that we're faithful in what we see as the small things. But to God, it's vitally important. Because Luke 16 says this, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. Notice God starts with the little. He takes it seriously. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. If you can take care of the little, God will grant you and give you the big. 
a truth in your notes tonight. Anything that obeys God is no small act. Anything that obeys God is no small act. If Achan, by disobeying God in a small act, caught his attention, nothing we do for God passes him by. Everything that we obey God in, he sees. I love what uh, William McRaven says, if you can't do the little things right, you will never do the big things right. Point number three, and this is so important, latching on to number two. Don't make small what God has made big, and don't make big what God has made small. Don't make small what God has made big, and don't make big what God has made small. Sometimes we diminish what God has enlarged, and sometimes we enlarge what God has diminished. What is there today that maybe you need to make smaller and bigger in your life? You see, when Achan looked at the scenario, this is what Achan did in his heart and in his mind. His mind. He made the victory that Israel would get bigger than the act of obedience that he should have had. Can, can, I, can I possibly propose this today? And this is generalization, but could I possibly propose this today? Could it be that we are waiting on God to move in the big battle, yet all the while God is waiting for us to take care of the robe, the gold, and the silver? When is that job coming, God? When is that financial breakthrough coming, God? When are you going to take care of that victory? You promised that if I, if I am a Christian and I'm faithful to you, God, you promised that. But all the while we're hiding robes and silver and gold under a tent. And God says, the victory is not as big as your obedience. Because I give you the victory, but you have to choose the obedience. God takes the victory and he makes it smaller because he says, I can do it anyway. I can give you a job. I can give you finances. I can give you a partner. I can, I can do it like that, but obedience you need to take care of. And could it be that we're praying to God, trusting for a big thing, but we're taking care of the robes and the gold and the silver that God says, mm -mm, mm -mm. no, 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 no. When we take care of the small things, God will take care of the big things. Don't make small what God has made big, and don't make big what God has made small. Giving is not small. It's massive in God's eyes. Worship is not small. It's massive in God's eyes. Volunteering is not small. I notice I got a whole lot quieter response to that one. I don't want to offend anyone, but may I say this? I'll look up. Could it be, could it be, could it be, don't be offended, could it be you're not serving because maybe you've made it smaller than it should be? And God's saying, no, 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 that's big. And we as a world, we diminish things, oh, just volunteering, it's just giving, it's just worship, it's just coming to church. No, don't look, you're in church, so I'm preaching to the converted here, but never get to a space where you go, oh, just come in church, if I miss one or two or three, or, no, no, you being in church is a big thing to God, and God is going to honor you and lift you. Don't make big what God has made small, and don't make small what God has made big. You see, the truth at the end of the day is that if God allowed Achan to get away with it, you know what, it's fine, Achan. In the grand scheme of things, it was only a robe, some silver, and some gold. For the greater good of the nation of Israel, I'll let them have victory. Just, just please keep it quiet. Don't tell anyone, and don't do it again. How many of you know he would have set a precedent? He would have defined his character, and what God would have been saying is that that doesn't really matter, and what happens when we say the little things don't matter is they become a big problem. And it will become a nation of people who don't revere God anymore, who don't fear God, who don't honor God, but it started small. 
So God says, no, 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 no. For my character, for my holiness, and for you as a nation, I have to deal with that. Because you need to realize that that is not small in my eyes. I will give you the victory if you take care of the robe and the gold and the silver. What is the robe and the gold and the silver in your life today? What is there that maybe you need to deal with? For maybe if you're married today, maybe for some of you it's to go home afterwards or tomorrow have a coffee on a public holiday and sit down and talk the little things out. Hey, you know what? Marriage is important to God. Let's talk about this. Let's deal with these things. I know it seems small, but this hurt me. This offended me. How can we get through this? When you have two willing parties, you see, this is what the enemy will do. And maybe especially if you're going through marriage problems tonight, this is what the enemy will do. He will tell you your problems are too big and insurmountable and you cannot make it. But to anyone who's facing marriage problems, can I say this today? And I don't know the challenges you're facing, but I would suspect that 95% of the challenges that you're facing are not big if you bring it down to the little things that when two willing parties get together, we say, hang on, it's actually just a whole lot of little things that we let get to us, but when I start dealing with the little thing every single day, praise God, I'm going to sit here a year later holding my wife and husband's hand saying, thank you God that we dealt with those things last year and we have a strong and a healthy marriage, but the enemy will say, you're not going to make it. It's too big. You can never overcome. And God says, you know, you can make it. Because when you just deal with it day, 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 you can have a beautiful marriage. You can get over that debt. But it's just, it's just 70 Rand KFC. I mean, what's the point? It's not going to do anything. No, day after day after day, you can overcome debt. You can over. If you're, if you're addicted today, it's saying no once today. Yo, but I'm struggling so no. Just say no today then say no tomorrow, then say no, and then you're looking back going, thank you, God. It's the little termite that I said, no, 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 and I always stand free of an addiction. Little things that we take care of. Never make small what God has made big. Never make big what God has made small. God has a promise for every single one of us, but we need to make sure we take care of what he's already asked us to take care of. Number four, the final point this evening. Small things hold great power, to shift the direction of your life. Small things hold great power to shift the direction of your life. It's a small rudder on a cruise line of 5,000 that can direct the course of where the cruise is gonna go. Take it one degree off, come back a couple of days or weeks and you'll find that that cruise line is 20 degrees off where it was meant to be. But it was just the one degree, yeah, it's just the one termite. It's just the one thing I let go that took my life completely off course. In fact, James puts it like this. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. But it's just a little bit. It's just a little thing. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. It's hectic. When you read that, you're like, but God is trying to get a point across. Don't neglect the small things because the small things can cost the big things in our lives. So if you would write this truth down this evening, big lives are an accumulation of small disciplines, 
decisions and details. Big lives are an accumulation of small disciplines, decisions, and details. You can be in a completely different place next year in your life if you change one decision tomorrow, change one discipline tomorrow, change the way you spend, change the way you say things to him or her, change the way you do business, change the way you deal with customers, change what you put in your mouth, change when you go to gym and change what you do. And it's the little things. You know, God gave us the great gift of choice. It's the most beautiful gift we can have. With choice comes responsibility. You see, every single block here represents a little decision, a little discipline, a little detail. When you walk out of church today, you'll be carrying a block in your marriage. You'll be carrying a block in your finances. You'll be carrying a block in your health. You'll be carrying a block in friendships. In your heart, you'll be carrying a block. And you can choose what to do with that block. You know what? From now on, babe, I love you. I so appreciate you. Thank you for that wonderful cup of coffee you made me. Thank you so much for everything you do in our house. Thank you for the things that I don't notice, but you do behind the scenes. Thank you, babe. You look so beautiful today, but I'm not wearing makeup. You you look stunning. Thank you so much for, and as you start to change the little things, you know what? I'm not going to put that fried chicken in my mouth anymore. I'm not going to put that hamburger. Oh, but it's kale and broccoli and and there's vegetables. You know what? I'm just going to, and as you start to build, but it's one exercise. How's this going to change? I can't even run one kilometer, man. I'm dying. I'm so tired. Yeah, but you know what? If I just do 500 meters today and I, I just do 400 tomorrow and then suddenly I'm doing a kilometer and then suddenly I'm doing two kilometers and then suddenly I'm doing four kilometers and seven months down the line, I'm, my, my abdominal muscles are actually looking like this at the moment. And I'm like, wow, how did that happen? But it's just, you know what, I'm just going to start to serve somewhere. I don't really know where I should be serving, but hey, it's a church. I'll serve anyway. You need me a welcome team? I'll go in the welcome team. You need me kids zone? I'll go in kids zone. And, and as you start to make those little changes and you get rid of the little termites, suddenly you have a marriage that is strong, a body that is strong, a mind that is strong, friendships that are strong. But it all comes from the little discipline. The little decision, the little detail that tonight you can already start to build. But here's the challenge as well. Just as much as every little detail builds up, so too does the one little, ah, it's just a text message to the opposite sex and I'm married and she's not going to really... How did you let this happen to my marriage, God? No, you let the little termite in that you thought would never make a difference, but it got into your life and it came crumbling down. But I want to encourage you today. How am I going to build this up again? How am I going to build my health? How am I going to build my marriage? How am I going to build my friendships? Well, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. If you're waiting for that massive miracle, The miracle is when you start making the one decision every single. The question I want to ask you is what will you do with this tonight? Because I pray that by this time next year, you will have a massive foundation and a mountain of a marriage, a mountain of health, a mountain in finance. I'm debt free. Well, how did it start? It started when I took care of that termite and I didn't let it fester in my life.
John Wooden says this, it's the little details that are vital. Little things make big things happen. As I said earlier, it's often the little margins in sports that bring about a great victory. The most decorated Olympian of all time, Michael Phelps. In uh, Beijing in 2008, the 100 meter final, him and a swimmer by the name of Kavich, right down for the last moment. Let's have a look at the video. The difference of gold was one one-hundredth of a second. Don't tell me small things don't matter. Because sometimes that one one-hundredth of the second is the difference between your victory and your collapse. When we take care of the one one-hundredth of a second termites in our lives, we can find gold in the area that we believe in God for. I love this quote, and it's an anonymous quote. I love this quote. Anonymous quote says this. He who is a Christian in small things is not a small Christian. I want to close with a poem that I read that was so, uh, so apt for this evening and uh, something to take heart and to take home. It says, it was only a tiny seed carelessly brushed aside, but it grew in time to a noxious weed and it spread its poison wide. It was only a little leak, so small you could hardly see, but the rising waters found the break and wrecked the great levee. It was only a single spark dropped by a passing train, but the dead leaves caught and swift and dark was its work on wood and plain. It was only a thoughtless word, scarcely meant to be unkind, but it pierced as a dart to the heart that heard and it left its sting behind. It may seem a trifle at most, the things that we do or say, and yet it may be that at fearful cost we may wish it undone someday. Let's take care of the little termites in, the li- in our lives, for it is the little things that cost us the big things. I'd love you to write this action point down or, or take a photo, whatever it may be, and I'd love you to apply this in your life today. Today, I will choose to deal with the small things in my life, for when I deal with the small things, I will change the big things. When I deal with the small things, I will change the big things. It's the little things that can change the big things. Don't let the enemy rob you of your big future by letting the little foxes run through your life. Amen. We hope you have been blessed and inspired by this message. 